Penny Chason here, and this is episode two of the Design Your Destiny podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how things that you have learned that became a part of you in your training or your previous career can be holding you back in your business now. Stay tuned. You have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention to create subconscious beliefs that serve you and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Hey there, Penny here. And today I want to share with you how your prior career or job position could be holding you back as an entrepreneur or an emerging business leader. The truth is, if you're like most people, you moved away from your previous career because either you found something different that you're passionate about, or perhaps you decided it's time to take the skill set that you have and to package it and deliver it according to your own values and vision in your own business. Now, There are great opportunities to learn and grow as an employee or as a solopreneur, but the way of being that made you successful as an employee or solopreneur are not going to get you to the higher level of success as the joyful CEO of your life and your business. If you find yourself struggling as an entrepreneur, the first important step to evolving is awareness. You probably have a good awareness of the vision and the things that need to be done to move forward. However, challenges are typical in business, and the source of these challenges can often be elusive. Most commonly, we look outside of us, but this podcast today is about internal awareness because so many times as we're stepping out, we're embracing this journey of up-leveling ourselves in terms of the way we share our gifts and talents with the world, we tend to overcommit. Many of us subscribe to the notion, at least I know that I did, this was kind of brainwashed into me as a child, that you have to work hard to be successful, or that if something is to be done right, you must do it yourself. I remember growing up, rather than my mother taking the time to teach me how to do things the way she wanted it done, she would just tell me to go do it. And then when I didn't do it the way she wanted it, she would say, well, I guess if I want it done right, I just need to do it myself. So you may even have this idea that by doing everything yourself, that you're saving yourself money to invest later. I want you to know that is actually costing you. This awareness that I'm speaking of, that we're going to dig into, it goes much deeper than the common missteps made by those transitioning from employee to entrepreneur or from team member to team leader. Now, you heard me mention in my first episode that we are conditioned throughout our life. We didn't just wake up one day when we're two years old and decide to brush our teeth first when we get out of bed. Your parents created a routine for you for consistency in smooth sailing through the morning. And they did that for them, not you. Because where did they learn that? Either that's the way their parents taught them, 
or at some point they found it's what was most efficient for their lifestyle. Now consider your education and skills training. Consider your hobbies. What ways of performing in your previous career became deeply ingrained in your belief system? This is where deep awareness is key to shifting into the way of being that will allow you to become this joyful CEO and have the lifestyle that you desire. Now, just over six months ago, I left my healthcare career. It was just such a period of elation for me to finally be free, to be free of that environment, to be free of that stress. But after years of being an ICU nurse and then a nurse anesthetist, there were many ways of thinking and being that had become integrated into the way I approached and completed tasks. <laughs> I even believed that I was detail and checklist oriented. When I was struggling, I felt I had overcommitted. But what I have found is I am anything but detail and checklist oriented. In January, I brought on a VA to manage my inbox, create a high-touch client experience, and help me to get organized and focus on the vision of the business. I had always been an employee, so I didn't know what it took to lead my team member. I also had not discovered at that time yet that I am not a detail and checklist oriented person. So I had heard all these wonderful tales of integrators and VAs who take the ball and run with it. But I was missing some key information here. What was missing from those stories was how to be the leader that hands off that ball effectively. I was literally fumbling as we initially began to move forward because what I found is I'm not checklist oriented. I couldn't understand why some things were beginning to fall through the cracks. And thank goodness for a a great business coach who's helped me to locate my blind spots and encouraged me to look inward. Well, actually, I have two great coaches and they have one thing in common. When something doesn't go the way I envisioned, I now ask myself, what did I do to create this in my life? How did I contribute to this? And it has forced introspection. What I've realized is I am very much not a structure-loving creature. When I was going it alone, I was working against my own internal nature and created unrealistic expectations for myself. That's why I felt I had overcommitted. I was doing something that was not in my true nature. In anesthesia, that structure created a large degree of predictability in delivering a service. It's a career where everyone had a role and an expectation that had already been created. Becoming comfortable with this dynamic position I had put myself in as a CEO of my business and learning to take my vision and communicate how I see it taking shape and giving myself permission to fail was completely new to me because in anesthesia, failure was not an option. From day one in my clinical training, our director pounded into our heads that your job is to anticipate. Well, in business, you cannot anticipate everything. In a controlled environment where you give an anesthetic, where there's surgery, most variables can be anticipated and accounted for so that when those few things crop up that aren't anticipated because they're unexpected, you have a process and a system to easily deal with those things. But in business, it's not the same. So I ask you, in your previous career, either as an employee 
or within your training? What ways were ingrained within you that don't align with you? And there is a better way, something that's more aligned with you that allows you to grow and be in your business in a way that allows you to blossom and to flourish. Because over time, I'm finding there are layers of this erroneous belief that I was a structure-loving person that came from being indoctrinated into a standardized protocol way of functioning. These beliefs don't align with being a CEO who thinks outside the box and works in a visionary role. So as I work with Amber, these old ways of thinking and being continue to reveal themselves. And I'm still working to find that sweet spot of communicating my vision and letting go of control. Because I cannot do everything in my business. And believe me, when you're in healthcare, being a control freak becomes a part of your nature. So it's only by going inward and forcing myself to be brutally honest with myself about my expectations, the thoughts and beliefs that influence how I show up, that I have unraveled the one thing that has created the most stress for me is I've decided to create a life of desire. And it was the subconscious belief of structure. That's not who I am. Recognizing this pattern has allowed me to take actionable steps to make sure that I am being a leader as I grow my business. It has allowed me to look for the assistance that I need to learn the traits that allow me to be that effective leader. So it is time now to look at how your past training, your education, or your professional experience is limiting your ability to create something so much bigger for you. Take the time and self-reflect. The answer may not come quickly. At first, you may be surprised that you have incorporated something into who you are that is not you. And it's quite shocking when you realize that who you believed you are is not who you really are. I had taken on this identity, and that identity is not who I truly am. Once you have this insight, you cannot unknow it, and it will completely change the way that you approach realizing your dream. It really can be that simple. Self-awareness is not a one-time exercise. This introspection is an ongoing practice that is necessary as you design your life the way that you want to live it. Thanks for tuning in today. I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life. When you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention, creating stronger subconscious beliefs and raising our vibration to create the life that we desire the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.